Drew Balper, the Team on the Brass, and Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. Entry play on Wednesday, June 19th. Wednesday, June 19th. Eric Charest of the Madison Mallards, which is part of the Northwoods Collegiate Summer League based in the Midwest of America, the Middle West of America. Uh, Eric Schrey, third baseman Eric Schrey, has recorded a walk-to-strikeout ratio of 17-4 to uh, in just a little under 70 plate appearances. As a sophomore this year at Missouri State in the Missouri Valley Conference, not only did Sheree uh, post a walk-to-strikeout ratio of greater than 2-to-1, uh, he was also he also finished second in that league in on-base percentage to Connor Gillespie's brother, Casey, who plays at Wichita State and is playing uh, uh, on Cape Cod this summer. It's the this host's general contention. It's this host's contention that any player, regardless of his age, shows such a great understanding of the strike zone, is also able to make contact, uh, will have something to say about the art of hitting, even if it's merely that it uh, comes to him naturally. This is also interesting in and of itself. That was the impetus uh, for my conversation with Eric Charay, which follows, and during which we discuss pitch recognition, how to make contact, discuss the finer points of summer baseball, summer league baseball versus school baseball, uh, and finally ending up with some scattered reports on uh, some of his Missouri Valley Conference league mates, including left-hander Sean Manaya, who, of course, um, dominated in Cape Cod last summer and went to the Kansas City Royals in the most recent draft uh, at 34th overall, something like that, 34th overall. To say also that the song Sherry by the Four Seasons uh, plays in the background throughout much of what follows would also uh, be entirely accurate. So, yes, uh, this is what it is. It is Eric Charest, both of the Madison Mallards and Northwoods League, and also Missouri State. He appears on Fangraphs Audio, and the episode begins right now. Getting on base, two main ways to do that, making a lot of contact, and uh, getting on base for your walk. You do both a lot. You did quite a bit as a sophomore in the NBC this year. I think like basically two to one walks to yeah, strikeouts. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. This year you're 17 and three. Yeah. And that number makes all the other guys in this league look a little bit silly. And so I kind of want to get to that. Let's start with let's start with making contact first of all. I mean three strikeouts, like 60 plate appearances so far. I and mean, we start really basic. How do you make contact? What's your how do you do it? Um, you know, I'm not I'm not really a entirely too aggressive. Hitter, I'm not. I'm not out there trying to, you know, do too much with my at bats. Uh, I have a good eye, though. I've really developed that in the last couple of years, and uh, it's really paid off. I go up there, and, uh, and if I get to two strikes, I just battle. I mean, that's, that's just my mentality. Do you shorten up at two strikes, or? Uh, I wouldn't say short. I don't shorten up my swing really. I mean, I don't, I'm not swinging for the fences, of course. But I mean, I don't really. I don't really try and think both side too much. I'll try and stay up the middle with the ball. So. Are you middle of the field guy most of the time? Um, when I'm when I'm hitting the best, I'm, yeah. I'm staying in the middle. So now, when you say in terms of eye, I think I think of two things when I when I think of eye. I think both pitch recognition and also uh, location of the pitch. How do you balance those things out? Yeah, well, uh, a lot of a lot of the benefit from being a catcher and I used to pitch in high school is oh, I know yeah. I know how a lot of the pitchers can think I know I have a, in the back of my mind there's a little little guess that uh-huh. I can kind of rely on most of the time and most of the time it's right and you know every now and then you're going to be wrong but those pitches you just got to battle and foul off something like that but I mean for the most part I feel pretty comfortable at the plate and even if I get two strikes I don't feel like I'm overmatched or anything like that so. right now in terms of like uh, mechanics of swinging making contact I've seen video I saw a video of you on YouTube at a it was like a camp day you had been to some K-State. sort of yeah. yeah right right yeah. right yeah. now um, 
I mean, mechanically, have you have you altered your mechanics and sort of what's the state of your batting um, mechanics? Once I get, once I got to college, uh, they messed around with my swing quite a few times, but and then uh, they did it a little bit this year too. But then I finally just got comfortable with something and I stuck with it. And uh, I, I don't know. I just started. I started using a leg kick this last year. And, oh, okay. Uh, I like it a lot. So uh, I feel like I can get, generate more energy towards the ball, get more power out of my swing. So is it a timing mechanism too? Yeah. For you? Yeah. It's it's a lot of it has a lot to do with timing. That's the main reason for my leg kick. So. Okay. But I really enjoy it. Yeah. And now let's talk about di- play discipline, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about contact a little bit. Now you notice pitch recognition. That obviously is going to be part of it. Right. But you know, usually younger players tend not to walk as much. Right. You're walking quite a bit. Um, what, what's the sort of what's your sort of statement with regarding that? I guess. Yeah, I guess I guess it's just being comfortable up there. I really, really, really trust my eye. Uh, I know I know where pitches are, and mm-hmm. before the umpire has to call them a ball or a strike, and I just trust that, and I don't really rely on the umpire to call it. I can I can tell whether it's a strike or not. And I don't need the umpire to tell whether it's. Has that always been the case with you, or is it something that's through repetition? Uh, just repetition. It really, it really started probably this last year. My freshman year, I had like, I think like twenty something walks, and I think it was like nineteen strikeouts, something like that. It wasn't that big of a ratio. Then this last year, just started seeing the ball better. I, I, it's just kind of a split decision thing. Like, didn't really, didn't really take a whole lot of like work. I mean, a lot of repetition, seeing a lot of pitches, but it wasn't like anything that I really, really worked on walking or anything like that. Just got more comfortable at the plate, I guess. What would you say for you if you're to, to distinguish between being patient and being passive as a batter? Yeah, uh, you don't want to be passive. Uh, sometimes you get in a slump, just start trying not to strike out, and that's when that's when you know you're in a slump. And you don't want to be doing that. It becomes and, a defensive. Yeah, thing. It become, yeah, that's when you become passive. Now, when you're patient, you're, you're seeing the ball really well, and you're not you're not letting the pitchers get you out on their pitches. Right. So that's the difference there. Um, so that's that's your performance. Uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit about summer ball. Uh, obviously, you're in the uh, you're in the Northwoods League here. And I think you played in the Walter Johnson League last right. year. Is that right? Um, what, what what is the difference sort of between summer ball and playing during the academic year? Oh well, uh, summer ball. I don't know. There's honestly there's a lot more crowd here. Than, yeah. Than well, this this yeah, facility is crazy. Place. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Awesome place. Uh, but then uh, school ball. I mean. It's more. It's more about uh, the team. I mean, I, this is a team-oriented game, but as far as like individuals trying to rise and make it to the next level and show off their talents yeah. and showcase their skills, so. But it's a little bit. It's a little bit different. But overall, it's baseball is baseball. So. And now, what the Walter Johnson League is that mostly for guys in that in that region? Yeah, it's around there. I, I decided I want to stay home my freshman year. Yeah. Just uh, keep it one last year at home and with my friends and family. But after that, I knew I was going to have to go off, uh, and I wanted to go off and play somewhere else. Right, right, yeah. Now, let me ask you, um, third part of the interview, right. I want to get some scouting reports for you. All right. Okay. Um, you played in the MVC. Shamanaya was a big name in the Missouri Valley Conference this year. Had a up-and-down season, especially relative to what he did in the Cape last year. Now, I know you guys played Indiana State. I think that you came in later in the game right. this year. I didn't face him this year. But you didn't face yeah. him this year, but you did face him last right. year. Right. And so you'll have, I guess you'll have an interesting sort of perspective. Um, now, I'm guessing one of the reasons you didn't face him this year is because he's a tough left-hander. Yeah. You're left-hander. And matchups. We played matchups. That was basically yeah. it. What, what were guys saying about him this year when they faced him? I mean, this year we faced him. We faced him when he was a healthy, when he was healthy. Okay. The injuries, they kind of bogged him down this year, and I think the Royals got a steal with their pick. Uh, thirty, I think it was thirty-four or something overall. Right, yeah, like right yeah. around there. But I think that was a steal. Uh, he he had a little couple nagging injuries that held him back, and that's probably what pushed him back in the draft. But 
Uh, as far as stuff wise, when he's healthy, his stuff is is. What was he? What was he? What was he throwing to you guys? Uh, he sat. He sat low nineties, top out, probably like 94, 95 against uh, that. I mean, his stuff is his stuff is big league stuff. And secondary stuff. Uh, slider, you got a plus slider. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He's 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 a good pitcher. Now, when you did that, now when you faced him the year before, you did face him then. Right. Was there a difference? Do you think? Um, I'm sure. I mean, honestly, he probably he probably was better in the summer. I mean. This year, he, he could have had better stuff. I think his injuries kind of held him back a little bit again. But, I mean, still, he was he was a legit ace. And, right. And uh, as far as last year, I, I think all I did was bun off him. So, yeah. you know, I don't really. <laughs> That's good strategy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, listen, you got a, a couple teammates from from Missouri State. Right. Uh, we have Nick Petrie. Right. Right-handed pitcher going to the Cardinals. Yeah. What does Petrie offer? Uh, greatest competitor you'll ever play with. Yeah. He's a uh, dude's unreal. His, his stuff, he's got good stuff, not great. But his uh, level of competitive competition yeah. is just his gut and raw bulldog inside of him. That's so is he sort of going to be like like more of like a polished college command right. guy then? Yeah, he's he's a pitcher. He's right. A, he's the definition of a pitcher. He, right. he knows how to get hitters out by using his mind and uh, being a smart a smart guy on the mound. And managed to produce pretty crazy numbers himself. Last, last year. He put up crazy numbers this year. He outdueled Manaya. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he outdueled him this year, and then last year he... He, his numbers my freshman year were unheard of. That yeah. dude, dude won Louisville Slugger Player of the Year as a pitcher and didn't even get drafted when he was eligible. It's just right. great. It, that just shows how much of a competitor he really is. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, who else do we have? Uh, Grant Gordon, right-hander, going to the uh, the Angels. Really good stuff. Yeah. Really plus stuff. He's got an electric fastball that he's, that's, he's really developed in the last couple of years. And his curveball is always sharp. He's got a, he always bounces the first one. I've thought him a couple times. He's always, uh-huh. he's always He's known to bounce the first one, throw his first curveball about 50 feet, and wear just to just to frighten them. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean his his stuff is electric. He's got good stuff. He's going to be a good pitcher. And then uh, last one, your teammate, both for the Mallards and uh, and for uh, Missouri State, Tate Matheny. Tate, yep. I saw Tate. I was sitting right behind the play yesterday. Tate took uh, a fastball to uh, right, right center. Right center yeah. I mean he hit. Pretty yeah. good thing on oh, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tate, Tate's got really good uh, power to the right side. I think he honestly probably has more power to the right side than his full side, yeah. which is really rare, and yeah. that's, that's quite a talent to have. But no, Tate's a really good ball player. I've been playing with him. This, this is my obviously I played with him this freshman year, Missouri yeah. State, and then this summer, and he's he's never disappointed. So yeah. Hey, well, cool. Thanks a lot. Yeah, man. I'm gonna shake your hand. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you luck today. Thank you. Yeah.